Welcome to season four of the Book Marketing Action Podcast. Over the past three years, we've been featuring exciting guests, real conversations, and actions you can take to reach the biggest possible audience for your work. We'll continue that this season, and we're taking it up a notch as we seek to bring you cutting-edge insights not only about marketing, but about all aspects of your journey as an author. We can't wait to share everything you'll need to be successful in spreading your important work with the world. I'm Becky Robinson, your host for the Book Marketing Action Podcast. I'm also the founder and CEO of Weaving Influence, the author of Reach, Create the Biggest Possible Audience for Your Message, Book, or Cause, and a strategic book marketer, avid reader, runner, mom, and wife. Thank you for choosing to learn with me, and I hope you'll take action as a result of listening to this show. If you benefit from the show, please subscribe, rate, and review to help us reach more listeners. Also, be sure to visit weavinginfluence.com and click the blog tab to find all the notes and links for each show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Book Marketing Action Podcast. I'm your host, Becky Robinson, and I'm so excited to be with Lily and Sue today to talk about PR for authors. And I know this is a topic that I get asked about all the time, and I think it's going to be a very valuable conversation. So welcome, Lillian. Hi, Becky. Thanks for having me. Before we get started with our conversation, could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your work in the world? Sure. I am a PR coach and publicist, and I empower authors to gain the confidence to really push past limiting beliefs such as fear, anxiety, and imposter syndrome to really learn how to use the tools, the resources, and the skills to launch successful campaigns to reach their goals, whether it's increasing sales, getting more media coverage for their book signings, Uh, booking more events where they can speak at, all of these types of goals. And the way I do that, both on the coaching and the campaign side, is I really sit down with authors to discuss um, more about how they feel about PR, what their knowledge is about PR, how that can be incorporated into their current marketing strategies, as well as getting into, you know, what's worked for them so far, what hasn't worked, and what are some of the limiting beliefs and mindset blocks that can get in the way of them moving forward with sharing their stories, promoting their books, and really getting in front of the right readers to build relationships with them. So what we typically do is I'll sit down with them and just talk to them about, you know, how they feel about getting out there, sharing their stories, being public with allowing people to get to know them uh, as well as getting to know their books. And we talk about, you know, not just how they feel afraid. We talk about why they feel afraid or why they feel anxiety or where the imposter syndrome is coming from. And we dig deep into what the root causes are of those limiting beliefs. Where is that coming from and how can we recognize what's triggering them when that when it comes up and how do we build healthy coping mechanisms in order to help them push past that to continue to make progress on sharing their stories, on getting their books out there and really building relationships with the right readers and the right audience members. I feel like mindset is one of those things that is uh, very, very crucial 
to PR and to marketing success in general, because if you are building a strategy or coming at marketing from a place of fear or a place of anxiety, what could end up happening is not only does it stop you in your tracks from moving forward, it can also cause you to self-sabotage what you are working on. And it's going to put you even farther back than you were if you hadn't started building a strategy to begin with. And it can also cause you to give up too soon. So these are all things that I work with my clients on fairly extensively uh, to really help them build strong mindsets, build healthy coping mechanisms so that they can better recognize when these limiting beliefs are triggered and they can learn how to cope with them in healthier, more constructive ways and not allow it to stop them from moving forward with pitching their book for reviews, pitching themselves for interviews, booking events, and really just getting out there the right way. That sounds like a really powerful process, Lillian. So um, can you tell me a little bit about what changes after authors work with you on their mindset issues related to publicity? A lot of what I find when I speak to authors and, and certainly with the authors that I've worked with as well, is that when they first come to me, uh, they understand that they have some of these fears, right? I've heard a lot of them say to me, oh, there's no way I can make publicity work for me because I don't have $20,000 and I don't have a huge audience. My audience is not in the millions. So what is the point of doing something if I don't already have the foundation to build it up? And a lot of these things are things that they buy into because of imposter syndrome. A lot of these things are things they buy into because of things like comparison syndrome. When they see fellow authors in their genre, getting the reviews, landing the interviews, booking events, they're always like, oh, this person knows what they're doing. I don't. That means my story isn't worthy of, of being featured and everything. So when I sit down with them and, and we start picking apart and really pulling apart the threads of like, why do you feel this way? What's causing this? And how can you push past it? Whether it's you know, remnants of your childhood, whether it's generational trauma, whether it's um, just feeling like you're never good enough because of what the industry standard has been set at. After talking it, with me through it, and they there's a light bulb moment for my clients that I work with, and they go, oh, this is why I feel this way. Like, I've always known that I had this anxiety around getting out there and sharing my story, but I never really sat down and thought about why. So now that I understand why and where that's coming from, I still feel that anxiety, but now I feel better about actually taking steps forward to do it. And one of the things that I do with my clients to help reinforce the positive side of things is to always remind them that sharing your story with the media can seem overwhelming when you look at it as 
these people are just a bunch of strangers. I don't know if they're going to accept me. I don't know if they're actually going to support me and my story and my books. When really what it is, is that every single author that I've worked with, every single author that I talk to on a daily basis, they're already part of a great community of fellow authors, other readers, editors, cover designers. We're all connected. And I say to them, what you're really doing in doing this kind of outreach to pitch your book, to pitch your story, is expanding your community. So instead of looking at a media outlet, a podcast, a freelance writer, a blogger as a stranger, find that common ground. And a, a lot of the times I say to them, the easiest way to do that is to focus on your genre. If you know, for example, that this podcast already reviews urban fantasy or interviews urban fantasy authors, and that is your genre, that is a conversation you can get into with them. So then you have common ground, you have a foundation, you have content and things on both sides that you can engage with each other with, you can build conversations around. And that makes it so much easier then for you to then go, hey, I have a book coming out. Would you be interested in reviewing it? Or would you be interested in doing an interview with me or doing a live Q&A? So a lot of that fear, I think, stems from them not always understanding exactly what public relations is. And at the same time, buying into certain myths that you need a lot of money, you need large audiences, and that it is this overwhelming, huge strategic thing that you need to spend 20, 30, 40 hours a week doing, when for most, most authors, that's not their wheelhouse, that's not their day job. They just want to sit down and write their books, right? So in for all the authors that work with me, I really focus on the mindset piece and really breaking things down for them into incremental, what I call bite-sized chunks, instead of taking on this huge, big strategy that's overall uh, time-consuming and energy zapping. I try to sit with them and break it down into smaller bite-sized chunks and say to them, like, you know, this is how we can make it manageable for you based on your genre, based on your goals and based on what it is that you want to achieve with this book. That's really helpful. So let's talk uh, about the basics. What are some of those bite-sized chunks that you might be breaking this down into? Or another way of saying it, what are the crucial components of a PR strategy for authors? The PR framework, uh, no matter who it is or what kind of book that you're promoting or wanting to get out there, there are a few components that everyone's going to need. Uh, chief among them is a media kit. A media kit, a media pitch, and a media list is these three things. Before you even start to build any of that, it's really crucial to sit down and do the foundation work of brainstorming how you want to position you as an author and your books. And I say this to authors all the time in every presentation I give and every webinar that, that I present. And I tell them, 
it is not enough for you to come out and say, I'm a romance author. I'm a crime thriller author. I'm a horror author. Why? Because there are thousands of people that write in the same genre you do. Just relying on the genre is not telling audiences, readers, and the media what makes your story unique? What makes your book worth covering? Why should they care? So in and brainstorming forces you to kind of go, and for a lot of authors, this is going beyond their comfort zone. It's forcing them to get introspective and actually sit down and go, why did you become a writer? What inspired you? What motivates you? What's the impact you want to make with your books? And it's not a comfortable thing for a lot of authors to sit down and get introspective with that. But that is what's needed in order for you to really form a solid position to share your author journey as a story and to share the story of your book as a story idea and as a pitch as well. And that also means pulling out the themes of your book. Is it mental health? Is it LGBTQIA representation? Is it maybe polyamorous representation for relationships? Maybe you're talking about generational trauma in your culture, all of these different things. Once you have all of that, then you have a better idea of how do I want to position and present myself as an author? And how do I want to position and present my, my books as well? The media kit is the visual and audio side of that. Because the purpose of a media kit is to fill in the, the blanks. If a media pitch is what's going to entice them to initially bite onto your story, a media kit is what's going to fill in the rest of the gaps. So it's going to have things like your bio. It's going to have things like your book blurbs. It's going to have things like um, I've seen authors do character trailers, book trailers. I've seen them do intro videos, just introducing their books and why it matters. Right. So it's going to fill in the blanks for the media. It's going to give them the foundation of interview questions that they're they're going to ask you and it's also going to give them assets that they can use to promote your book to promote you doing an interview with them so it's really important for authors and to take it bite size and incrementally just take your author photos as a first step i always say to authors don't treat it like a stuffy formal thing it's your opportunity to showcase your personality. What are you wearing? What's what's your favorite environments? What are some of the props you can use to kind of showcase your book and have some fun with things? This is going to show them what to expect when they talk to you about your books. Your media pitch is the short piece that they're going to bite on. So it's, I always make this joke, it's not the length of an academic thesis. That's not what we're going for here. It's two to 300 words that's going to illustrate to them 
what makes your story unique as an author and, and for your book and why should they care? Meaning, how is this going to appeal to them and how is it going to appeal to their audiences? If you can answer those questions in your pitch, it's going to make it a lot easier and much more likely for you to get a response from a media outlet. So it's in taking it into bite-sized incremental chunks, it's about taking it one step at a time. In a media kit, it's like, let's focus on your author photos first. How do you want to pose with your book? What do you want to wear? What's an environment that's fun that you feel comfortable in that's going to showcase your personality? And that carries over to any videos you're going to do, that carries over to any written descriptions you're going to have about your book and also in your bio. With your media pitch, if we are talking about really answering the questions of why should they care or what makes your story unique, that's where you have to brainstorm, you know, the themes that you want to highlight on your book. You want to highlight the importance of your characters. You want to highlight, you know, put in a quote that shows them the impact you want to make with this book. And then when it comes to the media list, it's like, okay, now you know what you want to tell them in the form of the pitch. Now you know what you want to show them in the form of the media kit. Now it's time for you to figure out how you want to get in front of the right people. And that comes down to what your goals are. So if you want to increase reader awareness by getting more interviews and reviews, what are the genre podcasts that are out there? What are podcasts that support authors? and that interview authors. If you want to say, focus on the themes of your book, mental health representation, BIPOC representation, LGBTQIA representation, cultural identity, what are the platforms, uh, nonprofit organizations, industry newsletters and everything that focus on that, that you could pitch to. So in coming up with story ideas, there's never just one idea per book or per author. It's really about focusing in on what your goals are, what you want to do with them. And that makes it a lot easier to then figure out, okay, who do I want to get in front of in terms of the right readers? And where are the platforms that are going to help me get in front of those readers? So Lillian, as I've been listening to you, it sounds like in a, in a lot of cases, you, you may have authors who are doing the pitching themselves. So can you talk for a moment about the value of, you know, an author doing their own pitching to media outlets versus outsourcing to a publicist to do that pitching on their behalf? It comes down to what I find, because as a, as a coach and as a publicist on the coaching side, it's about me guiding them with uh, personalized support and expertise to really give them some clarity on and perspective on what their goals are, on what the results they want to have are, and giving them advice on how to maximize time and energy in pitching and doing research for that and everything. So an author who wants more of the, the educational component, who wants to have more of the resources and the tools and the skills to do it themselves, is going to be very different from the author who wants the hands-on expertise of doing a campaign and everything. And what I find is, is that for the authors 
that want more of that educational piece, it a lot of it comes from having experience previously with working with not just publicists and PR agencies, but uh, other marketing professionals as, as well. And budget is a concern, of course, in that they can't always hire outside contractors. In some cases, I have worked with and spoken to authors who have gone through those campaigns and not seen the results that they wanted. And they didn't see the results that they wanted because they didn't feel comfortable speaking up when working with an agency or working with a, a freelance marketing professional because they looked at that person as being the expert and therefore went along with whatever the publicist or the marketing professional thought was best. And, I, and I've said to them that my goal in providing you with the education and the personalized support is to give you that confidence and to give you the tools so that in the event you do go to work with another professional down the road, you are much better able to and more comfortable with advocating for yourself and your goals. For people that want to work with a publicist more on a hands-on campaign style, the difference is, is that um, instead of helping them build the media connections, I have my own media connections. So what I'm doing is, is I'm right in the middle helping them bridge the gap between their stories and what the media is looking for and helping them form the bridges of that relationship. And for a lot of the authors that I've spoken to, they've often said, I want to see how you conduct a campaign first before going into something like coaching and figuring out how to do it myself. Because I wanna see how, it's, how an expert does it first. I wanna see how someone who has experience does it first and really a campaign is about being a lot more hands-on in terms of establishing the media relationships come helping them come up refine and edit uh, the story ideas and the media kits and then taking that promotion piece uh i i find that some of the authors that i'd spoken to previously had also not seen the results they wanted because the promotion piece was missing so in working with me in a campaign, I always put an emphasis on the promotion piece and say, hey, this is awesome. We had that interview that went live. Now we have to work together to really promote it and make sure that audiences see it, they listen to it, and they follow you, subscribe to your newsletter, buy your book because of it. So tell me why you think, Lillian, that PR is such an important piece of the book promotion puzzle. This is a fantastic question, Becky. Thanks for thanks for asking it. Because it comes down to this. So many authors pick up social media marketing and they pick up uh, email newsletters in many cases as well because the barrier to or the entry to um, actually doing it is very low barrier, right? They uh, can just create their own content. They could put it out there and try and build their own audiences and it eventually hopefully their subscribers and their social media followers will pick it up and share it and that's how they continue to grow their audiences the issue with both of those things though is that your audience can only grow so big and the content the 
production and the promotion of it is always coming from you as an author. So what can happen is, is that your audience growth can plateau. It can stop growing. It, you know, you eventually, because it's beholden to social media algorithms, it's beholden to people opening your emails. What can happen is eventually you can just keep reaching the same people over and over again. And they, in turn, in sharing what it is that you're doing, can only reach the same people over and over again. With PR, what you're doing is building third-party credibility and trust with new readers by leveraging the relationships that you build with these media outlets who have spent months, if not years, cultivating their reputations with their audiences through the content that they put out. So you are essentially using media outlets, podcasts, reviewers, what, you know, as a conduit, as a shortcut to get in front of more of the right readers on mass because we can't do it one-on-one. -on -one. So this is your shortcut. This is your conduit. In addition, they're helping you develop content. This is reputable trustworthy, high-profile content that is coming from a podcast, that is coming from a reviewer, that is coming from, you know, a radio show or whatever it is that you're going to be featured on that you don't have to create yourself. They've created it on your behalf. And you can then use that as part of your social media strategy to continue to attract new audience members because they'll see that review they'll hear that interview and they'll go, oh, because this podcast that I trust has featured this author, talked about their books, maybe this is something I should check out. So it is your conduit, your shortcut to building more of that trust and credibility that you can't get just from developing your own content strategy. And at the same time, it is allowing, it's giving you the tools to really expand your reach on a global and international level among different genres and different industries and sectors to really get out there in front of new audiences instead of it having be having it be like a social media echo chain. That's super helpful, Lillian. And uh, I can tell that you're so passionate about the work that you do. And um, before we wrap up our conversation, I want to just, as a side note, it sounds like you work with a lot of fiction authors. And I've primarily worked with nonfiction authors. So I'm curious to hear for those fiction authors who might be listening to the show, and I know we have some, um, just any kind of inspiration or guidance that you might give them overall as it relates to marketing fiction. Uh, for fiction, I would say, first and foremost, really look at, if you've never done publicity before, reach out to your community. Reach out to your fellow authors that may write in the same or similar genres to see who they would recommend. Who are they following? Who are they listening to? Who maybe they've been featured on their platforms as well, because this is a great way to not only dip your toe into doing some of that research, 
when you get recommendations from your community, you know that these platforms, these reviewers, these bloggers, these podcasts have already been vetted by people that you trust. So I would say if you're just dipping your toe into it, don't be afraid to reach out to your community to see what recommendations they have. And a lot of them may also have their own Instagram live shows. They may have their own YouTube shows. They may have blog features that you can take advantage of that will help you build on this kind of exposure incrementally and help you get comfortable with the idea of getting out there and sharing your story and talking about it. And honestly, the, the same honestly goes for a lot of nonfiction authors as well. The difference is instead of focusing on nonfiction or memoir, there, I think, is a lot more power in focusing on themes, in focusing on championing their own stories, championing their own um, adventures, and really looking at um, inspiring other people. And, and that's kind of where they should be looking to when they're looking at reaching out to their communities for more opportunities. Thank you so much. So Lillian, at the end of every episode of the Book Marketing Action Podcast, we like to give people some actionable next steps. So I'm curious for authors who are listening today, what would be the one first step that you would encourage authors to take today to move their journey with PR forward? I would say sit down and start brainstorming a little bit about what your goals are. And when I say goals, I don't just mean I want more sales. Everyone wants more sales. What you want to do is figure out how am I going to get there and what are the different methods that I could use to get there. And that includes things like book signings. That include things like partnerships with book boxes and online retailers. That includes things like doing uh, collaborations in different events with other authors, whether it's giveaways, whether it's live Q&As, all these opportunities that you can use to not only share your story, but direct traffic to where you're actually selling your books. And when you do that, when you map all of it out and you put it to a timeline and tell yourself, okay, in three months, this is my target for this. So that means how many of these people do I have to reach out to? Then it becomes a lot more manageable and easier for you to, to structure a strategy and a plan around now that I have this and these are the targets I want to hit. Now I have to figure out how I want to share my book and my story with these platforms, with these retailers and with these individuals. So for the second action step, I want to pick up on what you said earlier in the call, Lillian, about the importance of mindset. And I want to encourage our listeners today to think about whether you may have some self-limiting beliefs that are holding you back. Uh, Lillian mentioned, you know, you may be dealing with imposter syndrome, or you may be dealing with comparison syndrome where you're comparing yourself to other authors. So I would encourage you to think about your mindset and the role that it might be playing um, as you market your book. Um, and Lillian, for those who might want to talk more with you and learn more about the work that you do with authors, where can people find you? They can always get in touch with me on Instagram at Lillian Sue Copywriter PR. That's all one word. And they can also send me an email through my website at inretrospectwritingservices.com. 
Perfect. Well, we'll put those uh, links and uh, information about how you can get in touch with Lily and Sue in the show notes. And I want to thank you so much for investing time in this conversation today, Lillian. And uh, for any of you who are listening, if I can be of help to you in any way, you can always reach me. I'm Becky at weavinginfluence.com. And we look forward to being back with you with uh, more episodes coming soon. Take care. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Book Marketing Action Podcast. If you haven't already, I hope you'll buy a copy of my new book, Reach. Create the biggest possible audience for your message, book, or cause. When you buy the book, you'll unlock a free course of Reach resources with more than 50 additional learning resources available exclusively for those who buy the book. Find out more and find links to buy the book at beckyrobinson.com forward slash book. If you've already read the book, I'd appreciate an Amazon review. Thanks.